What's happening? This is Vonte the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie. What up? I'm Will Gill. We are Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we'll be checking out all the latest hip hop albums dropping. We'll be reviewing some of our favorite classics, too. We'll let you know what's hot, what's not. That way you know what's going on. Yes, sir. You could be listening to any podcast in the world right now, but you're here with us. Bless up. What up, Vontae the Pro? We are back. What's up, Will Gill? Man, episode number, Joey Votto 60. <laughs> Man, um, and it's the, it's the holiday season, so uh-huh. I'm very excited. I'm hyped. So, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> uh, Happy New Year. And uh, what's the other one? There's like one more. I don't know. All right, well, fuck it. We sorry. And uh, man, Just Merry Christmas to yeah. everyone. And uh, today, I, I am very excited, man, because today yep. we are doing our 2016 recap episode. Oh, I'm excited. And uh, you know another reason I'm excited, Montana Pro? Why are you excited? Why, this why? is our first time Hip Hop Review Podcast <laughs> is having a guest on the pod. Yes, sir. And uh, with that being said, uh, introduce yourself, Chris Platty. What's up, man? All right, what's up, Will? I'm glad you got my name right. What up, Montana? <laughs> Yo, what's up, is- man? This is crazy, man. This is the first time talking to you, Vante, but uh, Will and I have done some podcasts before. Yeah, yeah man, I just do my own thing real quick, uh, strictly hip-hop. I do, like, I just talk, like, all hip-hop. I do, like, album reviews, you know, and just, like, discussions in general, and I also do some NBA stuff, but I'm excited to be, and honored, actually, to be the first-time guest, you know. Hey. I found you, I found you guys, like, like, a year ago. And then I reached out to you guys and told you guys were dope, and we kind of established a connection. And it's dope. It's kind of it's dope that now, like you guys are, now that you guys have a bigger platform and everything. You guys are doing what you're doing, so I'm happy to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, hey, sir. Well, we're happy to have you on, man. With all that being said, all the nice stuff, you yeah. know, now we can move on to the music. <laughs> all right, man. And uh, I think I'm gonna take the lead on that one. Are you guys okay with with that, fellas? I'm gonna give give you guys my list first. All right, all right, all, all right. Go for it. All right, so for my 2016 recap, my top five albums is number five, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight by Travis Scott. Mm. Number four, I have We Got It From Here from Tribe Called Quest. Mm. Number three, Still Brazy by the Gangsta YG. <laughs> uh, number two, I got The Life of Pablo by uh, Kanye West. And my best album number one, number one, slash number one. mixtape of the year. <laughs> oh, mixtape is on this one. <laughs> it's a mixtape. <laughs> uh, number one is Color book by Chance the Rapper. Uh, some of my honorable mentions that just missed the list is uh, Blank Face by Schoolboy Q, Major Key, DJ Cali. Uh, I Told You, Tory Lanez and Layers by Royce the Five Nine. Mm, and mm. look, man. And uh, just to, you know, flip it on the other side of the coin, I want to say the worst <laughs> album in 2016 for me personally what was is that? Wiz Khalifa, Juicy J, <laughs> TM88, in the hot trash, garbage <laughs> album, Rude Awakening. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. Man. You so, know what? Um, that, that makes sense. I remember that review. You were pissed. Yeah, you were so heated. Yeah, Juicy J came up with the worst bars of all time. And uh, <laughs> because of that album, I don't ever want to listen to Juicy J in uh, 2017. 
embarrassing. Damn, I did not hear it, and now I'm not going to. Yeah, uh, save your time, man. And uh, everybody that's listened to it, I'm pretty sure you guys agree with me. And to close out, man, my champion of 2016, the guy who I believe won the year, uh-huh. is Chance the Rapper. The Grammy goes to Chance. The Grammy goes to Chance. Uh, breakout year this year. Uh, I don't think anybody had a better year than Chance the Rapper. Anybody, nobody. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, and, uh, so yeah, after this, I'm gonna pass the ball to our our guest. Yes, Chris Platty. You could give your uh, list, and then from there, we'll 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 discuss everything and try to condense everything down to a combined top five, yeah. a combined champion of 2016. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see where uh, this podcast takes us. <laughs> Chris right, Platty, this your uh, yeah, this your platform, man. Go ahead. Let's do it, man. All right, so my top five albums, starting with number five, just to build some suspense. I'll go with Layers. Uh, the same album you put on your list under honorable mentions number four i got the life of pablo number three i got coloring book number two i got do what thou wilt by absol and number one i got tribe you got tribe at one tribe at one tribe, tribe at, at one. one man chris chris platty uh i didn't know you was 45 years old man you got tribe <laughs> at one that's that's cool hey, man I, that's hey, cool heart, i am hey <laughs> let me let me tell you something so i grew up heavy on jazz my dad my dad doesn't mess with rap but he raps uh he messes heavy with like jazz and blues and like you know all that stuff that tribe kind of incorporates so like it, mm, it kind of okay. just like it kind of gets me but my honorable mentions before i forget are uh blank face and still brazy those albums are just hard as hell um my winner of 2016 is chance the rapper i agree with you <laughs> <Lil Gil. laughs> signing over here okay chance okay. did his thing do i'm a you? co-sign do you? i'm a co-sign <laughs> that's my and, guy uh, chris platty <laughs> the worst the worst album i heard this year has oh. got to be macklemore's this unruly mess i made Oh, what, in the hell? what in the hell what in the hell was that there was three really good songs that i liked yeah. but the rest i was just like yo when he said that his cat has more bars than like some of you rappers and had a cat meow on a on an yeah. album on an official <laughs> album like a a released album that is being sold i was like man yeah just just throw this one in the trash yeah i'm out <laughs> wow I'm out. okay all you, right you heard that, that you heard that white privilege too it was angry huh <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> ah, just kidding man I'm just with you. but uh all right man um that's uh kind of covers you up want to hit a pro do you want to give your list all right let me give you i'm gonna give you my list and uh, like you said we're gonna combine this at the end and figure out you know the, the full list of all of ours so i'm gonna go number five like he, uh like you know our guest did i'm going travis scott birds in the trap um i gave that a b plus on my review so that has to just be up there so all the, i want to say this from going forward all these other ones that are in my top five i gave them a's okay so um number four uh still brazy i gave that an a minus on our review everybody could go go back and check that out uh three I'm going with my guy, Drake. Oh, <laughs> I gave that an A plus. Will Gill's Will Gill knows how I feel about this album, so I'm putting it on the I'm putting it on the list. So that's my skin, man. <laughs> man. No, number two, uh DJ Khaled, Major Key. I gave that an A minus. Solid, Ooh, solid, solid. DJ album. Khaled number two? Yes, yes. Montana number two. Pro number with the two. hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> and my number one album of this year that I, I just love, and I'm, you know, I'm giving that to Kanye West, the guy, uh, the life of Pablo. I gave that an A plus, man. I fanned out the whole time. I think what we learned from your list, Montana Pro. I think one day you're gonna uh, work on the radio because <laughs> you love you love superstars, man. Oh you man, Drake. Kanye, Khaled. And you're going to have a bunch of 45-year-olds hating on you with no tribe on that list. 
<laughs> right? They could come at your head. <laughs> See, that's why we need you on the podcast, man. Even things out. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I'm here for um, you. I'm here for you, uh, dads and grandpas. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my worst uh, album of the year. Then I'm gonna go with my winner of the year. The worst albums of the year. I got, I got, I got, I got three of them. Okay. So my th- three albums that I did not, dis- I just hated. I was really disappointed on was uh, Yo Gotti's The Art of Hustle. Okay. I was really hyped with um, going down in the in the DM, and I just like Yo, uh, Yo Gotti, but that album was trash. Um, <laughs> the second worst album of the year, I'm gonna go with Mac Miller, The Divine Feminine. <sighs> Oh, dang was sound dang sounded so good his lead single sounded so good but the rest of the album snooze fest snooze fest super trash I co-sign. Uh, yeah and then my last album oh man you know I got I, I should not be saying this I don't feel right saying this but another album I would you know throw in the trash can that I'm doing right now I'm I'm throwing childish in there Childish Gambito his what? last album yeah his last album awaken my love go in the trash can Shut go the in fuck the- up. <laughs> it can. It's just honorary trash. I'm just saying. Damn. Damn. What kind of Montana headphones Pro. you got? <laughs> I got some beats, man. Damn. Mate the pro with the hot tag. I couldn't, even, I couldn't even cook you because I got beats too. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, damn, we just my- must be hearing different things. That's your opinion, Montana uh, Pro. You go ahead and uh, hit us with your winner of 2016. And my winner man. of 2016, I think it. I think after I say this, it's going to change everybody's POV, and it's Drake. Stop it. Drake is the winner of 2016 for many reasons. I'll All wait right. till we get to the debate. Yeah, but I want to say I'm here for I'm here I'm here for OVO. All right, uh, Chris Platty. Um, before we get into our combined album uh, list, can we just take a break to digest what Bate just like laid on everybody right now? <laughs> like, holy shit! Watch, watch, watch when we get this when we, when we get this combined top five. I'm guaranteeing you some of these are going to be on airing it. Okay, all right. So this is how, just so the listeners know, this is how we're gonna do our top five list. We're gonna, I'm gonna. Bring up an album. We're going to start from one to five. It's just kind of hard to create a list from the bottom up. Uh, yeah, we'll worry like, about the order later. Let's yeah, like so, let's uh, just get like five that we agree are in. Nah, nah, we going with the order. All right, all right. <laughs> we all going, right. And, and with I, that I'm said, I, I, I'm going to take the lead. <laughs> all right, go. And, go. And I'm going to suggest that we go with my album. Oh, here we go. Slash mixtape. For the best project of the year. For number one. Number one. So your number Chance's one. Chance's coloring book. And look, this is why. I think, one, clearly it's the best body of work of the year. <laughs> Two, this project delivers everything that you would want from a Chance to Rapper mixtape. We get bars and soul from records like Blessings Part 2, Summertime Friends. We get fun dance records with All Night. We have melody records from like Future on Smoke Break. We got Future... Delivering bars over a harp sounds, yeah. sounding like he's coming down from heaven. That was so dope, by the way. That yeah, was like yeah. cool. That was cool to see yeah. future on that kind of uh, that kind of sound. Right, and then and then you know to flip the coin, we have America's most hated artist, Justin Bieber, on Juke Jam on a nostalgic R and B record, yeah. which is fire, mm. and you can't deny it. We it's have so that fire. sweet. 
We had that sweet gospel from Jay Electronica. Uh, we oh. had that How Great with that five-minute gospel that Vontae can't take because <laughs> oh. he the devil. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, because I'm the devil. <laughs> and, uh, and not to mention the... Not to mention the hook on no problems. You don't want no problem. Want no problem with me? <laughs> is the most infectious hook of 2016. Easily one of the hardest songs of 2016 too. Yeah, like in exactly. general. Yeah, and we have a solid verse from Lil Wayne, which is you know we don't come by those a lot uh, recently. <laughs> we have uh, two chains dropping. Yep. One of my favorite bars of the year. P.D. Pablo, take your shirt off, spin around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> I, I don't even know why it's so tight, but it is. Everybody repeat those. Bars. Bro. And uh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say that Two Chains versus dope. Two Chains and Lil Wayne. How like often is it that you get like a dope Two Chains and Lil Wayne verse like together on the same song? Like that's that's real exactly. tight. Exactly. Both of those artists are very spotty, and they showed up for Chance the Rapper because that's what you do when you with Chance the Rapper. You show up, you grab the mic, and you pray. <laughs> and, and I just want to say, with all this flavor on one project, is I really don't think any other thing can deliver like this coloring book did this year. And that's why that's my bid for best album of the year. Okay, can I provide a counter argument? I think I think that's probably going to be up there, but let me provide a counter argument with let me just point out what I see are the flaws in coloring book. The, okay, flaw, go ahead. the, the flaws I saw in coloring book were that he was sometimes outperformed by his by features on his songs like i feel like i feel like future outperformed him on smoke break like i feel like jay like kind of stole the show you know with how great but i think that was kind of like yeah. set up it was set up to do that so like that one doesn't really count but yeah. i just feel like throughout the project he had like moments where he was kind of outshined which you know i i really don't think should happen but it's not it's not a bad thing but it's not also it's also not a great thing um and then I just really didn't care for the song mixtape at all. So yeah, okay, Ooh. okay, yeah. Thank I, you for I agree. Mixtape is the worst song on the album, <laughs> yeah. but that's a great problem to have. Yeah. Mm. So uh, what what you say, fellas? We book it best album of the year. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, so you I, want that to be number one? Yes. I don't know if I could get the Grammy the chance like that, man. I, I guess I can because there's because there's yeah, I I see that there's no way in hell my tribe is staying number one. But okay, so, yeah, so I, guess I'm, gonna, I guess yeah, I'm gonna concede. That, I guess I'm gonna concede one to Chance then. That right. is your vote. All right, let me let me I ha let me talk. Let me talk. Okay, right, do your talk, thing, Vontae. The pro. My number one album that I gave it to was Kanye West, The Life of Pablo. Okay. Easily an A plus project. Uh, uh, it's a gospel album that just has like a whole bunch of ignorant cussing going on in the songs. <laughs> just ultralight beams might be one of the best intros of two, uh, 2016 right now. Like, I'm I'm just saying like this oh, album agreed. is like wait 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 ultra ultralight beams might be one of the best intros. Okay. Of 2016. And who has the best part in that in that uh, song? We're not talking about hey, whose album, album is it on? Whose album is it on? Whose album is it on? Who's featured on it? Who has the worst part of the song? <laughs> Kanye the, West the girl, is terrible. The girl in the vine. Yeah, that's I, ta I take her part over uh, Kanye uh, mumble like auto tune singing. <laughs> nice. for Paris. And that's a, that, well, that's the intro. We everybody can agree that this is like the best intro, regardless of whatever you want to say. Okay. But I want to say that this album is just really dope. It's filled with joy, passion. And transparency, <laughs> how it's like the old Kanye and the new Kanye like mixed together, and it's like I feel like the 
the better balance of the two because I feel like sometimes that we miss Kanye, but it sounds like he delivered the old Kanye and then he also did the new Kanye on this album. I feel like he somewhat did it the best. So this year, 2016, I mean, how are we going to give it to the protege and we're not going to give it to the, to the original? Because he old. Kanye West, 2016, The Life of Pablo, number one. Man, Check I, yourself. A, I, I, I just want to say this for the record. When I was doing my list, I had a very tough time dis- deciding between The Life of Pablo and Coloring Book, which went, a, which went ahead. But I slightly gave the edge to Coloring Book just because, like, just because wow. with The Life of Pablo, I guess, I guess my it's problem spotty. was, like, it was just, no, it wasn't spotty because, like, I really liked every, every, almost every record on there. But my thing was with it, it was just like, it was just like kind of like, it was a lot like, and people will hate this comparison, but it was a lot like Marshall Mara's LP too, right? It was like a collection of all these sounds, you know what I'm saying? Which is cool because I'm a huge Ye fan. So like, it was cool to see all the styles and sounds of Ye. But at the same time, it was just like, Coloring Book just had like this cohesion. And uh, that's why I put it up over over the life of Pablo. Well, so we're going to vote. We're going to vote. And I vote. The best album of the year is Chance the Rapper. Um, Fonte the Pro, you're voting TLOP. Uh, Chris Platty, put you. your vote between one of these two. You're the guest. You're not going to get your number one, but you get to pick between me and Vontae the Pro. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on who's going to invite me back. But, uh, but, Come on, uh, man. You're always welcomed. All right. All right. You sure, Vontae? Because I'm going to have to go with Coloring Book. <laughs> yeah. All right. Book it. Hip Hop Review Podcast. Number coloring one. Coloring Book, the best album slash mixtape of the year. It's probably going to win the Grammy. <laughs> just to reconfirm everything we've delivered here we, on this I podcast. I can't wait to tweet that out. I cannot wait to tweet that out. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. So we're going down to number two. Let's go down to number two. And uh, you know what, Chris Platty, make it, you can make your case for Tribe. All right. So... This Tribe album is so sick. All right, so I really love this Tribe album because the production obviously is top notch, uh, and the vocal and writing performances like I cannot find one verse, one hook, one bridge on this entire album that I do not like. Everything mm. on here is good, and I like that they did this uh, this vocal effect. Like they mixed the vocals differently, so everybody sounded uh, different than what they normally sound. Like Kendrick didn't sound the same. Even Anderson Pack and, and Andre Three Thousand didn't sound the same. They mixed their vocals different with the beats and everything. So like there was just a lot to it, and of course uh, there was a lot of cool like moments like with the you know all the tributes to Fife Dog and everything. And, yeah. and to me like. It was just, I I love that kind of hip hop. Like I love I love that tribe style of hip hop. So like that's just my personal like flavor. So that's why I think I I have it so high. But I mean, like I said, man, I think it just comes down to the fact that like on there all the features performed, and there was not one weak verse, one hook, one anything that I didn't like about the album. Okay, but uh, I think. I'm going to make a case for The Life of Pablo to be number two. Okay, okay, go ahead. All right, Chris Platter, you're going to be taking on a lot of, you're going to be playing a lot of defense on this pod, I I feel like, with your list. Oh, that's all right. I'm a big man. I played played center, though. Staying at the rim is what I do. Okay, Uh. (laughs) these are my, this is why I feel like Life of Pablo should be the second on our collective thing. I think as time passes on, this Kanye album won't hold up as as much as 
Kanye's other previous albums is. Yeah. And I understand that, but I think what makes this album special is just its moments of amazement on this album are like truly special. And only Kanye West can deliver stuff like that. Like on Father Stretch My Hands Part 1, the opening five seconds of that song is just the greatest like moment in music this yeah. year. If Metro yeah. Boomin don't trust you, you're going to shoot you. Boom. And then with the uh, the way the instrumental comes in is easily one of the best five seconds I've heard in music in a long time. Yeah. And and the only problem I have with that song is it's like it's just a shame that Kanye had to follow that up with stripper asshole bars. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I'm willing to overlook that. And then like, uh, like Monte the Pro, you said earlier, Ultra Light Beam is just an amazing record. Um, it was really the Chances coming out party to the masses, yeah, with, yeah uh, dropping arguably one of the best verses of the year, and um, and it's and like I said earlier, Kanye. The best parts of Ultra Light Beam are the non-Kanye parts. <laughs> I love the gospel choir. I even like the uh, the little girl saying, uh, "You need Jesus, yeah. yes, Lord." Like I, for some reason, that shit really touches me. But it's probably because I'm on World Star a lot and I seen it, you know, <laughs> yeah. a year ago, and then it ended up on Kanye's album, and I <laughs> felt like that was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, the track "Famous," which is just like a, a superstar record with Rihanna, yeah. Swiss Beats mixed in with snippets of Nancy uh, Sisters Bomb Bomb record. Records. It's like when you have a collab like that with all these different artists coming together to just make a beautiful superstar record. That's seriously only something Kanye can deliver. No other artist can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh. Yeah. Wait. And wait then, okay. Will, hold on. I want to say one thing on that because you like really hit that on the head. And one thing that I wanted to compliment on the life of Pablo that I didn't when we were talking about coloring book was the fact that on the life of Pablo, and I think it's just Kanye in general. He was so good, especially on the life of Pablo, at like orchestrating and organizing like his features, and you know, like yeah. giving the, the giving the shine to like another artist at this moment, for and then taking it away, and like you know, he was just great at like micromanaging everything, like every aspect of the album. And I think, yeah. and I think you're right about the parts of the um, the parts of like those high moments because Tribe, like you, you won't hear like any of the Although all those songs on Tribe, I believe, are really good, I don't think you'll hear them like often on on big platforms or anything. They're just really good songs that are just kind of they're not. You know what I mean? They're not those superstar yeah. songs that the life of Pablo has. So yeah, I've, I just, feel where like, you're coming kind of from. Flows along well. Yeah, and um, and and not to mention this album set the internet into fucking flames when he dropped a bar me and taylor still might have sex why i made that bitch famous like come on God man that like moments like that is just like that's what i want in an album it's like those are moments are special and i feel like everything tribe has which is good it flows well they're in their pocket they're delivering their ogs but man, when I listen to this Kanye album, it's like sporadic, immature. He's an egomaniac. And he creates things that just like, you just have to tip your hat to the man because the album is just really special. And uh, a lot of things only Kanye can accomplish. And I think he did enough on this album to be the second best album of the year. The runner up of, of 2016 yeah. goes to Kanye West. Chicago, man, they won this year. <laughs> they, they did. Right? They did. They did. They yeah. did. So, um, with that said, I'll cast my vote for The Life of Pablo as number two. I agree. I'm down. I'll take the L. I'll take the L for The Life of Pablo, too. Because, no, I I agree with what you guys are saying. You guys are making some very valid points. 
Yes, sir. All right, so now we have coloring book and the life of Pablo, Vontae the Pro. Uh, your turn to make a case for our third album. All right, so the third album, I can't wait to talk about this one because I've oh. I just been waiting. On my list, I had uh, <laughs> I, I had this album as Drake Views. Okay. My argument that... He, he didn't drop an album for two years and came back strong. And I feel like these are some of the most sharpest li- lyrics you're, you're going to hear, whether he wrote it or not. <laughs> On this album, it's fire. Uh, and, and also, I want to say that this album has a theme, and I, I enjoy that. I feel like it takes you into his world like with the seasons because it starts in the winter, it goes all the way around, it comes, and, and he ends it back in the winter. So that thing, just overall, that's dope. I can sound, I can hear uh, two years' worth of music every time I listen to this uh, 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 album. Um, hype and still here might be the hardest tracks uh, that I said on, on my podcast, but I just want to say that this is an A+. Plus. This, this has to be three. This has to be three. I, if not number one, this is, I'll take three. Uh, Chris Potter, do you want to? Do you have anything to say about this? Yeah. To make this number three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So th- let's be clear. This shouldn't be anywhere near the top five. Um, yeah. I, <gasps> all right. Come yeah. on. All right. So okay. Drake, go ahead. Talk. Talk. Okay. Drake had so many just placeholder bars like on this entire album, man. Like I wish, I wish I would have. I wish I would have known that you were coming in so hot with that number three, because I would have went back yeah. and listened. I would have pulled some specific <laughs> lyrics, but like, I mean, like even like the cheesecake line, like, man, he. He was just, he was very inconsistent. Like, it did have good moments on that album. Like, I, I, I mean, I gave that album, on my, on my review, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Because, you gave it, okay. because I, thought, wow. I thought it had good moments, but I thought it had really bad moments, too. It just, like, just like that awful Pimp C feature was, like, just so useless and pointless. <laughs> I mean, it was just, like, it, the, the, needs to stand. the concept was really cool, and I thought the production, like, really showed that whole seasons changing thing, which was really cool. Um, yeah, I, I did like that. I did like that a lot, but, I mean, it just doesn't make up for the fact that I just don't think Drake came with good lyrics, Even and even though he was singing, they still weren't good lyrics, like... It's just wow. It's just we are listening to this on the same headphones, and you said that. Yeah, Chris Platty, <laughs> to to reconfirm your point, I believe Drake wrote those bars because I feel like these are like the worst ones of his career so far. <laughs> wow. So I believe he wrote them. Wow. I, and, and and you know what? Matter of fact, and when you're in a rap beef with another rapper, even though you are killing that rapper, please yeah. do not put out an R and B album. This is hip hop review podcast, Vontae the Pro, and wow. you want to bring up an R and B Toronto album? Like we gonna <laughs> yes. put that on the top. I'm so five. glad you we said that. Will. Yeah. If, if we're gonna give Chance the rapper the, the the gospel album of the year, we're gonna get that number one. Then okay, yeah, we're gonna talk about Drake. Oh, no. Number three. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm just letting you know right now. How do, how does how do, how are you guys talking down on someone who got a billion uh, billion streams? A billion streams on one album. Okay, let me let me, let me set the record with streams. Okay, so streams. The, the, the first, number one, the number one and number two did not have as much streams as number three. Okay, we're still giving this to number three. You guys don't even want to put this in the top five. All right, so far that's your okay, best point. But, hold on, hold on, hold on. Billion let streams. Let me say the three, the the streams thing. Okay, let me compare it to the NBA because in the NBA, when it's like when they added the three point line, and then three years from when they added the three point line, some dude had the record. It don't mean shit right now. Streaming is so no, new. No, no, streaming no. is. So, oh, new. No, so new it's impressive it's impressive but like i mean come on like so you, any- so you so you're telling me one billion people listen to listen to this album and how come how many people i've heard heard a uh, chance album how many people heard uh, kanye's album i mean i mean uh, you guys have been a billion <laughs> who says it's a so billion a different people though you know what i'm saying like 
streaming streaming to me like it's it's impressive number like you can't deny that it's not impressive but at the same time it's like streaming is so new that like i don't really care for streaming records like when so- you must not know about streaming you must not right. know. let me mediate this because it's kind of getting a little crazy i would say vontae the pro you do have a good point that this album had such a big impact i i am starting to think that maybe not top five but i don't know it, it it definitely needs to be talked about more since it did have such a impact on 2016 but to put it number three i just cannot this album went number one for nine weeks straight and you know you know who he, he broke a record doing that and you know whose record he broke by doing that who's eminem so how are we not gonna put this number three damn <laughs> i'm letting you know man these are facts yeah this album went number n- number one, so so we can talk about streams or whatever. Number one, and this is a six album and a six number one. What are we talking about here? How is this not a All right, How about five? this? Okay, but I think it's a six right now. Let's put it upside down and say this is the ne- ninth best album. Of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. You know what? You know what? I'm just letting you know. If it's not number three, it's gonna be number four or five. So you guys can figure out who y'all wanted to put at number three. Okay, but this is going right. to my top five. All right. it has there's, to. there's okay. Because I respect you, and this is half your podcast, <laughs> we'll discuss it later. But I, but I would say my vote for the third best album of the year. Uh, I'm gonna co-sign with Chris Platty is Tribes. Tribes um, album. Tribes album. It's just okay. consistent. Okay. It's the okay. most consistent. Yeah, Go yeah ahead, no, I was just gonna say exactly what you were gonna say, Will. So my bad. I, I think it's really consistent, and I think that's that's my issue. Like, like Will, or sorry, Vante. Let me let me rephrase it like this. Like. I don't think Drake's record is bad. I don't think it's even. I don't mm. think it's terrible. But I just really am a fan of consistency. Consistency, like I value large, consistent body of works as opposed to as opposed to like strong hit singles, like mixed in with like some like filler tracks. You know what I'm saying? So that's why Views isn't like that high for me. Yeah, okay. and I would just say. Uh, Culturally, like Tribe's album was really uh, important for everybody. The Buster Rhyme features on the Tribe album were amazing. Uh, and just overall, that album could have been wrong in so many ways, and they just delivered. Like for them to have such a big gap between albums and put something out that good, I feel is definitely the third best album of the year. So that's so my vote. So, for so Tribe. the vote goes Tribe. Tribe. We got it from here. Wow. And Montana okay. Pro Views is going to be put on the back burner for now. <laughs> all right. Are you writing this down? Yeah, I am. Okay. I am. All right. All okay. Right. For the next spot, can we do... Okay. Here are my two that so far are not on the list now. The, the two that okay, I have okay. not on the list are Layers, who you, you had on honorable mentions, Will Gill. So I think that one has, yeah. that one has stuff to yeah. talk about. But do what thou will. Just give me your thoughts because you guys didn't review it. Right. So, like, what do you guys think yeah, about I, that? Because I think it's a really, really dope record. Chris Platty, I would say on behalf of me and Vontae the Pro that we respect your opinion. That's why we have you as a guest on our podcast. But there's no way that Absol, uh, whatever the title is called, is going to be on our top five. I I really feel like that album is like an album for rap nerds. It is. When I listen to it, it's like, who listens to this besides backpackers that are trying to dissect every bar? Yeah. And the songs to me are just unenjoyable. Like I don't like to listen to these songs. If uh yeah, and then the the 
way I kind of like to think about records when I listen to them is if there's a guy in my car who I don't really know. Let's say it's my cousin. Okay. And I'm just putting and I'm putting on music. I'm never gonna put on a song <laughs> right. from that absolutely. Okay, I, I feel ever. that one hundred percent. But like, man, when I just when I was listening to that album, I really think that that is, um, that is, and this might be like a pretty hot take and like one that's very like very flawed. Like it's hard to back up and hard to prove. But to me, this is like the best mixed album since To Pimp a Butterfly. Like everything about it is so like scientific. And I, it's supposed I really, to. It's from the from TDE. I know, and I know, and I really enjoy that. And I and I do enjoy like the dissecting and everything. Like the way he's able to do what he does is so technical and so dope to me. Like I can see why a lot of people don't like it. Like I totally, I totally get everybody's like reference. And I am kind of like a rap nerd in that way. But I will say that like I don't like a lot of that backpack stuff. But this, this right here, come on, man, it has like. It has some it has some really dope songs on here and he has like he has all these like crazy means man. Every time I listen to that album I'm learning something new and like that's really dope to me. I think that that shows a real amount of artistic ability to be able to have that kind of uh that many layers to an album so to speak. See your enjoyment of the album to me when I listen to it, like you like digging. For me, it feels like homework. Like when I'm listening to it, like I'm like oh, yeah. have to be so focused to take anything out of it because it's just everything is complex and uh, you probably have your TDE hoodie on right now because you just love everything. I do. That, I that, do. But, uh, that label puts but, out. But I mean, I think like look, I think I think that one thing about that album too is like I can just honestly sit back and enjoy it because like I can enjoy like just his crazy ass wordplay like. That he has he has some sick wordplay, so like I could just sit back and not even try and dissect the lyrics, just like listen to what he's saying and like he hits he has so many crazy punchlines on there, man. Like it's really dope to me. All right, Chris Platty, you made you made you know a valiant effort. Yeah. And we told Vontae the Pro to put views in the back burner, and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, don't even bother putting it on the back burner. Don't bring that album up again because it's not touching our top five. <laughs> Yeah. I'm letting you know right now. I've been disappointed in his last album and this album. I didn't. I, I. I just. I had no hype for it. I seen all the interviews, but I was like, Yeah, I'm not checking for this. Yeah. Come on, man. But uh, with, with all that being said, Chris Platty, A little later, I think we could talk about layers. Yeah. But right now, I want to bring up what I believe should be the fourth best album of the year. Go ahead. And it's uh, YG still brazy. Oh. Okay. Now this one. To, this one. I think we got. We got is, some real discussion because yeah. we all had it either okay. on our list or on honorable mention. So, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, to make a couple points, I think this YG album is just perfect. It, it sets out to create a sound, a vibe, a sonic picture of LA through YG, and it accomplishes everything it sets out to do. I think it's near. It's almost like a perfect album. That's why all of us have it either in our top five yeah, or yeah. close to it. And it just builds off the the themes and sounds of uh, my crazy life, and it manages to like, even though it's like building off the sound of the last album it manages to sound new fresh and i think yg songwriting and storytelling took a big jump on this record and um and just for the fact that yg lost his in-house producer that he came up with and still put out an album that sounds this good i think you really gotta tip your hats off to him it really reminds me of little wayne's carter 2 post um manny fresh, manny fresh yeah, yeah. where like uh 
where everything could go wrong because you had this one guy you worked with coming up. Yeah, yeah. And the whole somehow time. the man delivers. Yeah. And yeah. so I say um, back against the yeah. wall. And this album is just filled with great records like uh, Twist My Fingers, yeah. Who Shot Me, Fuck Donald Trump, Still Brazy, just to point out a few. And uh, yeah, that's my bid for Still Brazy, fourth best album of the year. Okay. No, I think this one's got some real merit for making the list because okay. I, I'm, I'm a huge West Coast fan and I, I wasn't really though a major YG fan coming in this album but like this album like you said his storytelling he took that shit to another level and then and then the way he like would have these like narrations not like like narrations at the end of songs to like lead into the next song or just to kind of like recap and create central ideas and themes was really it was really it was really good to me like everything about it and like the cool the the little things were cool too like the word like because he's a blood he replaced he replaced uh, all c words with like with bees like bull bomb and blacked yeah. like you know just moments like that yeah. like made it so it was so West Coast, and it had that classic like G funk synth in it too, which was really yeah. really dope. Like on, on Twist My Fingers, like that was, and uh, the one with Lil Wayne. Well, I'm blanking the name. What was that? Uh, I got questions or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this it doesn't have a. There's not a bad record on here, and it's just it's just really good to me. So I I'm I'm totally cool with uh I'm totally cool with this being on the list. Um, I want to ask you: uh, Are you from the West Coast, or where? where no, nah, I'm from the Michigan, bro. I just, I, I, okay. I think it's because okay. we don't get that warm weather that makes me want West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> where, where? All right. Well, I want to say since Will Gill and I are from the West Coast, I just want to say it's nice to hear somebody that sounds like they're from the West Coast and doing it in like a big way. And um, I just like this album, man. It, it created a sonic movie for me and. I, I, I had this down as number four. I gave this an A minus on the review. So, so hey, we're all agreeing oh, yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah yes, <laughs> for the first time. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Let's do this. Still number Brazy, four. fourth best album of the year. YG, hats off to this man. All right, all right. And, so uh, since we made it to number five, all right. All right so you know, now, now that we're going. at number okay, five, okay. I would say Vontae the Pro. He made his argument for views. Yeah. Uh, Chris Platty, you can make your argument for whatever. Okay, album yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Let's like, okay, five. so we know the argument for views. Like, we'll get into that. Let's just throw in all the. Let's just like throw in all the albums we think are in concert. What about Blank Face? Should that be in the or Major Key? Should any of those two be in in the conversation? Ooh. Should they be? I say, I say no to both. No to Ooh, both. Nah. Especially for especially uh, DJ Khaled. I agree uh, with no that. I agree with that. But I think Blank Face uh, could maybe. You guys don't think Blank Face is a discussion? No, we have YG still Bracy in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, we we just we bullying over here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, for us personally, we just kind of felt like uh, the album as a whole was just kind of it's long. Long. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an experience, which I appreciate that about that album, but listening to individual songs i don't think it delivers enough to be in my top okay. five album okay. of the year okay yeah. see but uh i was just gonna say yeah, because go like i'm doing like my list for i'm gonna be doing a pot of the top 20 albums of of the year and still brazy and okay. blank face are right next to each other like to me like they're they're pretty equal level so i i'm surprised that you guys like think that there's like an actual big nah. discrepancy between the two yeah, nah. I feel like YG Still Brazy is a lot really? better. It's, yeah. it's cleaner. Yeah, I feel I, I appreciate kind of like the darkness of um, 
of blank faces and kind of like how muddy and like it's like it's like uh, somebody smoking in a room and your room's your room begins to turn yellow yeah. that's what kind of like blank face makes me feel like I'm in that zone yeah, and yeah. YG's like it's a little bit more cleaned up gangster but I just appreciate how consistent YG's still brazy hits over um, okay okay face. respectable yep. alright so so is there anything other than views we want to throw into the discussion or is it just going to be views I'm I'm there's I'm willing to. to I'm willing to, to give uh, <laughs> layers a shot if you could make an argument. Okay. See. No, okay. Now, now, knowing that like my absolute argument got shitted on, I I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if this one's gonna work. But man, I mean layers. I at least kind of got the support from Will Gill on this one, so I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. I, I like I'm layers. Shot. I'm a Royce fan. All right. So like for those of you that don't or that just like barely know Royce, like he's always had this history of just like boring basic beats and his flows are the same and all he offers is usually like backpack rap like but this one this one he like he really had some great storytelling like he opens his opening track is a story about how and it's a true story on how the same night he met m for the first time and his grandmother and his grandmother died in the same hospital his um his first son was born and they lived across town so it was just completely random that they both ended up in the same hospital both situations and then later that night he Damn. went and did a concert and that was the first time he met Eminem like so he he just had like all these crazy stories and it was just it was just really dope to me like and i i feel like they all sound believable they oh sound yeah believable. they sound believable for sure and and i think this is the first <laughs> time in his career like i feel like the beats actually offered like a term like some emotion to them like they weren't just kind of there like they like they have been with Royce so I don't know I think it was a really great project I as you guys can probably tell from from my opinions that I, I'm a huge fan of like elite storytelling and I think he really did that on this album so I really like it yeah yeah, to piggyback on what you said, like, me not being a Royce 5'9 fan, like, I'm not checking for all his work, I was so pleasantly surprised on, like, how much I enjoyed the songs on this album. It To me, it was a lot different than the Absol experience, yeah. even though they're both kind of rapping at high levels, but I could put on a Royce the 5'9 song and be like, this yeah. is a good record. Like, I don't have to listen to the words to enjoy it, and uh, I really appreciate that from a rapper that's really delivering high bars and can deliver a good song that you don't even have to listen to the words that uh, that hard to really yeah because like he he was able to like tell stories without sacrificing bars like that that last song off is one of my favorite songs of the year like the way he's able to tell these dope stories and then still throw in like these crazy ass punchlines where you're just like oh damn like like the one about the girl uh bowing her head as if she's dabbing like from the paparazzi yeah. like that shit's that shit's sick to me Vante did you uh I just want I just want to say wait wait yeah. since, since now the now, okay. now the coin is flipped at me or however you want to put it I want to say I've heard this album once and Will Gill and Chris I just want to say all these songs really sound the same to me none, none of them are really super appealing I feel like the lyrics are kind of nah you know they're, they're, they're dope they're you know rapping and snapping and cracking and rapping you know, <laughs> you know like that but I'm sorry Royce it's just not it's not really for me uh, yeah. yeah I was gonna tell you Chris Platty uh, I'm looking you can't see Vontae the Pro but I'm I'm just looking at him and he's just he's yeah. not giving us an inch and so so yeah, Chris Platt, I kind of um, figured when he was quiet you, I figured I figured oh man he's just gonna yeah. he's just gonna <laughs> drop the bomb as soon as it as soon as it goes to him but yeah but yeah man yeah, so Chris this is, I get it this is like a, a record for like 
I don't, I don't want to say real hip hop fans because like that's degrading, but I don't know, like the people that appreciate. I, I don't know how, how would you how would you describe this album for like what like lane of hip hop would you describe it for Will Gill like because I don't want to say real hip hop because that sounds it's, like that's like sounds like it's like trash and others yeah. which it's not. Shots shots fired, Montana. <laughs> <Yeah, I'm laughs> coming for your host spot, anyway, Montana. I, <laughs> but uh, I would say that album is for somebody that could. I don't know. It's just like a to me. It's just a good hip hop album. I think what what that album lacks is that it's just good all around, but it doesn't have anything to make it right. special, stand out. Like there's nothing about it that I could be like, I know for sure. I want to play this. Yeah. Everyone's gonna okay. like it. Yep. And then uh, so you guys are both You're on your guys' side. Yeah, one hundred percent. You guys are both on your side. You're not going to unless it's like a very specific kind of hip hop fan. You're not gonna you're not gonna be able to wow them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Only only time you can play this album is for your boys. Very true. <laughs> very true. You are not laying a woman down to so, any song on this album. That's it. So. Okay. And then uh, Matt, with that said, uh, I'll be the deciding vote. For me, I would say that going into this podcast, I knew Vontae the Pro liked views a lot. Yeah. And I knew going into this podcast that I was going to put my foot down because I didn't want views Drake to be associated with me in any ways. And since this is half my podcast to Vontae the Pro, I was going to just stonewall it and uh, shut it down. Dang. But when you are making your arguments, it is kind of hard for us to put a top five album of the year together and not have the most popular album right. of the year. One billion streams. One billion. And so, um, <laughs> since we're not playing down to 20... Yeah. <laughs> Montana Pro, my vote will go to go with you hey! to put Drake's views top five, I guess. I'm with it. I'm with it. And uh, so, to recap, we have number one, Coloring Book by Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. We have The Life of Pablo by Kanye West. We got it from here from Tribe. Still Brazy from YG. And Drake's views somehow. <laughs> Montana yeah. Pro put his I, foot I down. Just, hit the I six upside say, down. Will, how, did, how did we lose this argument? We had the numbers. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a majority of you know uh, people that listen to hip-hop yeah, podcasts I feel like, side, I feel like we failed the culture, Will Gil. Twitter... Twitter will kill all of y'all. There's always that one. There's always that one. But uh, hey, we going to rock with it. We going to stand by it. I voted to go yeah. with Vontae the Pro. I, I, so. For the record, right. I, I, I voted now. too. Like, after, after hearing layers, like I, I like after making the case for all the albums, I, I agree that I think we're unanimous at putting views at five then. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, man. Um, that's our top uh, five albums of the year. Right. So now we're gonna move on to the winner. We're gonna move on to who won 2016, the championship belt. Yep, yep. And uh, Vontae the Pro, me and Chris Platty both have Chance the Rapper, and you have the light skinned God Drake. <laughs> the one and only. Although, yeah. although I do want to point guy. out that Chance yeah. is also light skinned, so I mean there is there is some there is some ascension <laughs> yeah. coming. But he didn't. 
but he didn't start yeah. and lead the movement. <laughs> true. true. <laughs> so, uh, with that said, Vontae the Pro, make your argument for Drake winning 2016. Oh uh, man, Drake, I feel like he had to be one of the. Well, he, had, he had like the biggest year in 2016 for hip hop. I feel like with the amount of records he broke, it was just ridiculous. Like, he, he, uh, he, if people care about the AMAs, he, he broke that record for Michael Jackson having 13 nominations. This record was set 32 years ago. So this is a 32-year-old record that he broke. He broke the most stream streaming records uh, with, 40, with 24 million streams in four days. And the funny thing about that, he broke his own record because la- the last person who had that uh, record was him when he dropped his last album with uh, 16 million streams in one week. He beat Justin Bieber with having the most, being the most streamed artist of all time. So who, who so when you ask yourself who, who's been streamed the most in the world? Just say Drake. <laughs> That's all you have to say. <laughs> I'm letting you know. This album, it broke uh, Billboard records. And, and it was crazy. When this album dropped, it has 20 songs. And guess what, Will Gill? And guess what, Chris? All 20 of them made it to the top 100 Billboard. That's not easy. Like, how, how do you, like, 20 songs deep into the, the your whole album makes it to the Billboard? Yeah. Impressive. Damn, impressive. Okay. And, 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 just the, and that was this year. And like I said earlier, this is his sixth album that he put out. And this is also his sixth number one. His sixth debut, every time he debuts, number one. <laughs> <laughs> when views dropped, it was number it was number one as for the album for nine weeks. And like I mentioned earlier, he beat the rap god Eminem. Who has that record now? Drake. Okay. <laughs> Damn, Montana Pro, you came very prepared. Yes. I, I don't think I've ever He's seen you prepared like up, this. Bro. But, uh, <laughs> this is God damn. Yeah. And yeah. the last thing I'm yeah. The last thing I'm gonna say, if he don't, if he, if he doesn't win the winner of the year, he, he gets the trophy for the billion streams. The only yeah. person to ever do that this year. Okay. So that's yeah. my case right there. I would say. Man, that's a, that's some great points. I'll give you that. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta give him points. You gotta give him props for those points. But. I would say those are numbers. Oh, oh those no. are numbers. What Chance the Rapper <laughs> has done to the fucking culture this year mm-hmm. has been amazing. We've never seen a rapper just fucking come out of like. I know he had um, Acid Rap was a really big mixtape, but man, when Coloring Book hit in 2016, hit like he really took over the rap game. I feel like uh, his SNL performance with Kanye was like legendary. He has a put out uh, our number one R collectively yeah. our number one album of the year he had a goddamn commercial in the middle of the NBA finals and he's an independent rapper uh, and he's like the first person in like I think it was 30 or 40 years to like have the new Kit Kat song yeah like have a Kit Kat song this motherfucker so got I mean, a Kit Kat song Vontae the there's, there's, there's some numbers for you Vontae we're talking about bars not Kit Kat bars what are you talking about he had better bars than Drake oh my I just want to let you know Will Gill all of this is just shock value. This yeah. is all shock value. And this is it's because okay. it's new. Okay. It's and exciting then, to see. It's yeah, refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Vante. That's, Don't act that's like when Drake came out the for the up. first time, everybody was on Drake. When Drake first came out, it was like, wow, what is he going to do next? He was so excited. Yeah. This is Drake's sixth album, and he's still getting that same reaction out of people. Wow, what's going to happen yeah, next? Yeah, but he didn't drop a verse that's, like like Chance did on uh, Ultra Light Beam, which is the best verse of the year if you want to talk about bars. And, and... Uh, the album Chris Platty brought up by Macklemore, um, 
this unruly mess I made. Yeah. I would say the second best verse of the year is by Chance the Rapper, the <laughs> verse he drops on Macklemore's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like which that. Which was hard. So if you want to talk about bars, Chance the Rapper killed Drake on bars. And, and... He dropped a goddamn Christmas album to go for the holidays. Bonte the Pro, what are you going to say about that? I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. But you know what? And, and, and look, and the Grammys, you want to talk about changing the game, breaking records? Yeah. Mm. Now mixtapes can be nominated because of this guy, Chance the Rapper. Wow. Yeah, and like, I think I think that's cool. Like, like with... With your point about status, Vontae, which you brought up, like, there's two sides of it. Like, there's a side that, yeah, it's impressive that Drake is still achieving this success, like, years in. But, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's also really, really big for someone to go from, like, I don't want to say nothing, because Chance obviously wasn't nothing, but from, like, just, you know, just kind of a name to complete superstardom, that's unreal. Yeah. That's he was a punchline in a Drake song where he said, if I left this shit to Chance, I would have named myself Chance the Rapper. <laughs> and now he's arguably the biggest rapper in the game at this moment. <laughs> the biggest the biggest artist in the world right now. To me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the real question. The biggest artist of the year. Who is it? You ask anybody. You can ask a two-year-old. You can ask a teenager. You can ask your mama. I'm letting you know they're going to say Drake. Oh, I know right, my Bonte. mom don't like Drake. I'm going to be clear. <laughs> All right, Vontae Pro, you made a lot of great points. I folded and gave you views at five. I would not do the same here. Oh. My vote is for Chance the Rapper, champion of 2016. Vontae Pro, make your vote. Chris, you are you, you are you with him? Or are you are you are you with me? or Are you against me? Oh, I'm totally against you on this one. <laughs> Chance, Chance made a huge jump, man. Like I wasn't yeah. okay. I wasn't even a fan of Chance until Ultralight Beam. I heard two tracks by Chance, didn't like him. I was like, he fucking sucks. I'm never listening to him again. And then he dropped Ultralight Beam, and I was like, oh my god. And then he dropped this coloring book, and now like, look at look at how big he is. Like when he does something. The world fucking stops now. Same with Drake, but like Chance, but Chance wasn't like that this time a year ago. That's the thing. Drake yeah. was. Chance, like Chance was. Chance nothing. got people going to church. Chance got people going to church. Vontae the pro, and you sound like you might need some church right now. Though. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the Chance the rapper review, you already know it, it went bad. You gave it an A. I gave it a C. Yeah. I wasn't really budging. But I'm gonna, you know what, you guys, I just want to let you know, I'm willing to fold, I wouldn't mind seeing a trophy go to chance, man. Yeah, I would say, it'd be nice to see it. Now now that me and Chris Platty have won, I would like to, you know, as a winner of of this argument, I would say you did a great job arguing for Drake. You you really did. I was, I I thought when I saw that Drake was your winner of 2016, I honestly was like, Sway, <laughs> and then uh, and I was pleasantly surprised at your arguments and like, goddamn, you made yeah, that shit. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna be real with you, Vante. I'm a, I have Drake's album on my top twenty list, but it's probably gonna be nowhere near where you like it. So, and I'm it's not I'm, even top ten for you. And dude. I'm gonna be real. No, it's not top ten. But I'm gonna be real with you and say that your argument at least made me like see the other side i'm still i'm still keeping it where i'm at and if you listen to it i know you're gonna you're gonna text me on some on some hate shit right away but it's, like, <laughs> it's all good i want to say that that was that was probably like 
one of the most impressive arguments I've heard recently. Like that was <laughs> that right. was a real good argument. You you made some good points. Uh, for sure. All right. So now are we going to move forward to uh, are we going to talk about like some albums that we're looking forward to being yeah. released? Let me just summarize everything just so just in case everything kind of like came together and you got a little confused. But our t- our 2016 champion is Chance the Rapper. <laughs> uh Followed by our number one album of the year, Chance the Rapper Coloring Book. Number two, <laughs> The Life of Pablo by Kanye West. We got it from here from Tribe. Uh, still Brazy, YG, uh, and Drake's Views, number five. <laughs> Brought to you by Vontae Pro. <laughs> Sponsored and, uh, by Vontae Pro. <laughs> and uh, for how tough 2016 has been socially, I would say, um, music-wise, wasn't a bad year. Oh, yeah. No. And uh, with that, oh, oh, go ahead. Chris. I was just going to ask you guys a quick question off the top, and it was, do you think that 2016 was better than 2015? Because 2015 had really good albums too, but man, 2016 had a lot of quality to it. Yeah, um, I think 2015 had a little bit more balance. Like there was a lot more albums that I liked, yeah. and like I felt were like quality albums. And 2016, I felt had higher highs, but it kind. Of, they kind of fell off. Like uh, most albums, I ju- just kind of felt like whatever about for yeah, like, 2016. Like, like for me, um, my top five albums last year in, in 2015 was uh, Big Sean, uh, Dark Sky Paradise, uh, Futures, Dirty Sprite 2, uh, Jada Kiss Top 5, Dead or Alive, Good AM from Mac Miller, number four. And then the last one was uh, Logic, The Credible True Story. But I just felt like this year, like albums were just like, I liked these, al- these albums a lot more, like the 2016. Yeah. Um, I just think they just were more exciting than, you know, Drake didn't drop last year. So. Dante, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know Kendrick dropped a life-changing album last year, right? Yeah, that was on Will's yeah, top. We, was on yeah, Will's we argued top. about it. Don't worry, Chris Platt. It was the number one album of 2000. All right, good, 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 good. good. We, did, we did the same thing. We did the same thing last year, and uh, Will Gill made sure that number one went to Kendrick. Okay, yeah. okay, good. But uh, what about you, man? How do you feel about uh, 2015 16? Um, man, I I feel like okay. I kind of disagree with you guys. Like, I feel like. Okay, I, I feel like and this might be a hot take. Like I feel like I feel like Kendrick had that classic album that was to Pippa Butterfly. But and I feel like I feel like though although this year twenty sixteen had like better albums, like a better overall catalog, I think I think I had a much tougher time. I didn't do the list last year, but I'm doing it this year. And just like looking at the albums, like I I printed off the list and compared, and just like by looking, I feel like 2016 actually had more quality albums and, and projects, I guess, because there's EPs and all that now. But I I just feel like 20 2015. I don't know I don't know where I'm at because 2015 had that really high high, and then 2016 had just like more overall solid. So it's like it's like you know how do you balance it? Because I don't think there is a classic album from 2016. No, no, yeah, I would agree with that. So, so it's like it's like where do you go? So, I I would ultimately go with 2016 just because I I just think the body of work was so solid. Like we had a lot of really good albums this year, a lot of really good yeah. really good music. So, that's where I'm yeah. at. But I I could see why somebody would say 2015 just because like the power of like a classic album is obviously very high. Yeah. yeah. All right. I get that, man. Um, with that said, we we done looking back. Yep. <laughs> we got we got five days left in a year or four. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
2017, man. Let's look into the future. Vontae the Pro, what are you looking forward to dropping in 2017? Um, and next year, I'm looking forward to three artists, like my main top three that I want to see do something special. Uh, first one, I'm going to go with Big Sean. I want him to drop something really dope. I've, I've always been like a fan of his, and um, every album, he sh- starts to prove it yep. more and more why, why I like this guy. Uh, and next one, I'm really excited for. He dropped the EP this year. Um, uh, Vink Mensa, his, uh, there's a lot going on, was fire, and I really, really like it. Yeah. Um, it, it was really dope to me. Mm-hmm. I felt like that, that that EP was special, and I felt like if it was an album, that we it might have been an argument on on um, this yeah. list for me. That man got a lot to say. So I yeah. <laughs> and then the last one, just uh, Davies. I just felt like yes. um, Davies, my that nigga, man. Davies, you know what I mean? That nigga nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, nice. He, we can let's talk about that because he's got that executive produced from Nas, which kind of scares me because Nas sucks at picking beats. But <laughs> trash. But yo, when you have Nas and Hove involved with Davies. Yo, you're gonna have some, you're gonna win. You're gonna have something. Yeah, you're gonna win, bro. And like, yeah, he he's he's coming for that crown. I I'll tell you what, that that album is in my top ten for albums of the year. Like, I really love that out al- that album. Yeah. Uh, so that was actually yeah. my one I had on here, and then I had another one, um, which was John Connor. Okay. All right. So Will Gill, Will <laughs> Gill, Will, Will okay. Gill knows the case. Can I make the case, Will? Okay. Yeah. All right. Is there a background check I can also get? Because I don't. Okay. Know. So John Connor's just <laughs> just this like he's really kind of just like this mixtape rapper from Flint, and like he kind of got big by doing these um by doing these like what he called best in the world series, where he would take an artist. He took Eminem, Jay Z, Kanye, and Biggie, and he took all of his like favorite songs from them and just remix them and he did them with like th- that artist's approval or like you know who's ever in charge of their music so like he did it out of a respect factor and he's like one that's like really about the culture and so then anyways a couple years ago he signed to dr dre and he's been under dr dre for i think two or three years now and now he's getting ready to re- release his debut album and it's under dr dre and it's confirmed executive produced by dr dre so i just want to i just want to lay out the facts Let's look at let's look at every debut album under Aftermath produced by Dr. Dre. You got The Chronic. You got even though that Classic. wasn't under Aftermath, but that's still like a debut under Dr. Dre produced by Dr. Dre. Yeah. Then you got um, Slim Shady LP. Then you got um, then you got Get Rich or Die Trying. Mm. Then you got Good Kid, Mad City. So I mean, and then you got and you got Doggy Style, which wasn't under Aftermath either, but like still exact de- debut debut him. produced by Dre. So you look at those; those are all five classic albums. So you're telling me that John Connor won't deliver at least a good album? We hope so. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. What? I think he's gonna, <laughs> we hope I don't, so. <laughs> I'm not gonna call it a classic because those that's a really high bar. But um, but man, I think he's gonna deliver a really good it'll album. Be, it'll be. Like, whatever he drops should be worth a listen. It, it should absolutely be worth a listen. I mean, Dr. Dre, what's the last thing Dr. Dre executive produced that flopped? Man, I didn't know he was still making music. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's so low-key with it. But nah. no, it's, it's going to be real good. It's going to be real good. I'm nah, excited. No, nah, that sounds that sounds dope. And after this podcast, I'm definitely going to check him out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, check out uh, the yeah, Kanye so, tape, too, because that one's my favorite of, of all his tapes. It's just called Best in the World, John Connor. All right. All right, well, uh, for 2017, me personally, 
Shoot. I'm not looking forward to anything. I'm just rolling with the punches. Whatever comes, comes. Whatever don't, don't. Uh, I don't try to trip off of like release dates and stuff like yeah. that. I just take it one week at a time, just like our podcast. <laughs> and with Word. that said, man, I think uh, we should probably close out now. I feel like we have pretty long running time. Uh, yeah. Chris Platty, let us. Let our listeners know where they can find you and your podcast. All right. Well, if you guys liked my opinions, um, you guys can find me on iTunes under Chris Platty. Just search Chris Platty. And it's, uh, by the way, Will, I'm so proud that you said it because uh, everyone calls it Plate. It looks like Plate, but it's Platty. Yeah. So P-L-A-T-T-E. So Chris Platty, search me on iTunes. I have an MBA and and a hip hop podcast called Strictly Hip Hop, and they're all they're all together under one like podcast series. So you subscribe and you get both. Um, I do a lot more hip hop than I do NBA, but I do try to create a balance of both. And uh, yeah, like I said on that, I do like more than just album reviews. Like I do album reviews, but I also do like discussions. And um, I'm coming out with my end of the year. I'm coming out with three albums or not albums damn three podcasts this week and one of them is the 100 best songs of 2016 hip-hop uh top 20 albums of of 2016 and also and also like an end uh, just a massive end of the year podcast which are going to be uh featuring some guests so i have a like a wide range of guests it's just me but i have a wide range of guests on every podcast so i try and keep things fresh and entertaining Cool, man. Um, well, if you guys want to listen to Chris Platty's 100 songs, whoo, that's a whole lot of songs. Yeah, putting in that I'm not telling you to listen to all them. Yeah, I'm yeah, just telling yeah, you what yeah, the good songs no, are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our guy, Chris Platty. Uh, he does good work, so we fuck with him. And uh, thank you guys for fucking with us in 2016. We really appreciate everybody that really went out their way, dropped a review, yeah. fucking even just listen to us, tell a friend. Uh, we appreciate all that shit. It makes a difference, and we see it. Mm-hmm. And with all that said... Uh, hey, fuck 2016. That shit's done. Thank you for rocking with uh, HHR, under, uh, HHR Hip Hop Review Podcast. You can find us on Twitter. Here we oh, go. Oh, I forgot to plug my Twitter. Well, you lost your chance now. You, <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Oh, okay, my my bad for my bad for interrupting the plug, man. I'm I'm terrible at this. This, this is my first time plugging on somebody else's thing. This is cool. But uh, no, you guys can find me on Twitter at crispy1132. That's C H R I S. PY 1132 and there you'll find you'll find a link to all my stuff anyways my bad get cool. back to your thing <laughs> i'm honored to be a guest glad to have you and uh if you guys want to let us know how you feel about our list uh mr Vontator pro hot take drake over here <laughs> uh you can hit us up on twitter at hhr underscore pod uh-huh. we hashtag team follow back over here so if you fuck with us we fuck with you, you. <laughs> and you can find us on soundcloud stitcher itunes google uh-huh play and if uh, you listen to us on itunes make sure you drop a review it really helps us out and uh hip-hop review podcast we everywhere look us up look us up episode number 60 and i feel so good and as always i am vante the pro and i'm kicking it with my homie chris platty and will gill hey <laughs> and this is the hip-hop review podcast and god damn we changing the podcast game another one let's go